Welcome to the Nostalgia Test Podcast, the show where two longtime friends put their mainstream pop culture past to the ultimate test, the Nostalgia Test. Word up. Well, look perfect. Nothing to rearrange. Sometimes you just get a feeling like you need some kind of change. No matter what the odds are this time, nothing's gonna stand in my way. There's something in my heart. There's long pause, whatever. I can't remember that part. The light in the end is my favorite part. Standing tall on the wings of my dreams, rise and fall. Dude, greatest theme song. The rain and thunder, the rain and hail. Dude. <laughs> but I showed America this or bust. Dude, I showed this theme in one in my class, and we talk about how like racist it is, basically, because like Larry, you know, the guy in the beginning, white picket fence, has a thousand brothers. I don't know who all those kids are. He's riding in, in a red Mustang, like he's like the quintessential american dream white guy right then you have this guy who literally is being filmed in echo park basically in 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 la and it's supposed to be some mediterranean island that he's coming out of it's so stereotypical he can't spell bust he spells burst valky bartakamus and then the funny part is when he's coming into the united states and was he from greece he's supposed to be from some mediterranean island like greece or something like that so when he's coming over to the United States, he's on that ship. He, they show him on like a battleship coming into the to Ellis Island, but it was 1986. There, Ellis Island is not where the where immigration came through. So they literally created this false narrative. <laughs> the best is like the other guy's high fiving, <laughs> high fiving. Balky was like a sheep herder. Yeah, of course he was a shepherd. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who just hugs everybody. Yeah. Dude, the guy he high-fived, wow. and then there's some dude standing with sunglasses. Like, who the fuck are you, bro? Yeah, what was that? What the fuck is that? He looked like his drug dealer. Like, some guy he buys weed from. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. The other what thing I show in this? school... The other thing I show is the opening to different strokes. And that is so just this, weird. So this is supposed to be like a odd couple show yeah that's an odd couple show yeah all right oh god all right guys we just jumped this right right away we're gonna start everybody's like here we are i mean like welcome to another episode of the nostalgia test podcast i'm dan dissinger here in la making a lot of noise over here um and i'm here with my co-host and longtime friend manny ocuello there in new york manny how you doing tonight we are not (laughs) perfect strangers no we're not we might have been at one point well, but yeah. holy shit dude that i'm doing great um this is the uh <laughs> yeah but i'm no over here holding a fucking pen with a mic but i'm like i see that that's really clever that uh, looks really good yeah it's all right you know um so oh. anyways guys we are doing theme songs again but yeah. this time this time live act. I guess what do you call on these live action? Like live like action sitcoms. sitcoms. Yeah, sitcoms, sitcoms. Theme songs. Um, Let me ask you this, Dan. Yeah. 
When was this on? Which one? When Perfect was Stranger? this on? What time? Oh. This was not a TGIF Friday. Yeah, it was. Sitcom. It was. Perfect Strangers was a TGIF sitcom. Okay, so what, I'm pretty I'll, sure. I'll tell you this. I have a lot of information. I'm um, sure you do. But let, hold on. Before we go into this, now, yeah. <laughs> are we, we're still doing the judgment of just the song? Oh, wait. I just want to correct myself. Originally airing on Tuesdays for the short six episode first season in the spring of 1986, it moved to Wednesdays in prime time in the fall of 1986. It remained on Wednesdays until March 1988 when it moved to Fridays. The show found its niche there as the anchor for a- ABC's original TGIF Friday night lineup, though it aired on Saturdays for a short time in 1992. This show ran from 1986 to 1993 it had 150 episodes eight seasons eight seasons <laughs> yes dude if a fucking show goes three seasons you've had a great hit right exactly nowadays 150 eight episodes. seasons i'll tell you the um, the the only episode i really remember about this and i remember this show was just fucking crazy um i mean all shows back then were yeah. in my opinion crazy and just i can't believe we watched some of the things we did yeah. was when he was bowling and he like he like throws it <laughs> look people if you haven't seen perfect strangers it's on hulu watch it yes is it stereotypical yes are there some issues about culture and race and everything absolutely it's it was right? an odd couple yeah odd couple based kind of show yeah you know, but and hilarious. it was in the 80s and 90s before political cricket. Like, it was a little bit of a political correctness yeah, or not. There was a lot of leeway, I feel like. I mean, this show, I mean, Balky is like unhinged. And it's like, oh, if you're not from America, you're a lunatic. Like, he looked like a crazy, like he would act like crazy, actually. I mean, I know that's even like not politically correct to say, but like he, there was no almost no other way to describe his behavior. And it was just amazing. I mean, I, I felt like th- that was one of my favorite shows on TGIF. And I was an avid TGIF watcher when I was a kid. These are the kind of shows, like the openings of the shows that we we're watching. Is like from that. You ever see that YouTube video called Too Many Cooks? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put that this in the show what it's notes. based on. <laughs> yeah. That, everyone this is kind of like what it is, like all of. Everything that we we watched, I was like, holy shit, this is what Too Many Cooks was like parody of. Even Too Many Cooks get into the cartoon. Yeah. Also, at the end of it, it's insane. Yeah. But like when it goes way too long. But yeah, like what are we watching? Well, okay. So how are we this rating this? Insane. I feel like we could do that um, the cartoon theme song episode and just rate the music. The problem is... Yes, we have to. Yeah. Th- there's so many visuals. Do you want to rate the video? Like, I mean, we're going to end up talking about it because there's feel so like... much going on. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. We have, we have a show on here that its theme song is a literal song written by... Not just like... I mean, all these are written by people. But a song in like an American <laughs> standard like book, you know? I mean, so with that... Yeah, I know what you like, mean. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. But I, I guess like, I mean, again, we're rating on it, you know, whether it passes the test now. I don't think, 
in my opinion, none of them are going to pass except one because that was the one that's like an actual song. Because Dude, like, I don't know. Because none be of them. You on this one? I mean, I would say that unless you're comparing it with the show, but like for the for all right. Let's let's okay. do Let, this. Let's one. get into this. Let's, okay, let's get let's to this get one. Into this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Rising time. Like, you like this one, dude? Let me just explain one thing to you about this song, the opening theme song to Perfect Strangers. Okay. The you're explaining all, it to me. Yes. Okay. He, first of all, the guy who wrote this song uh, is an American film and TV, television composer and singer, best known for writing and performing the themes, the TGIF television shows such as perfect strangers full house family matters and step by step so lots of the stuff that we're about to talk about all written and basically performed i think at the same time by this is his worst one what yeah i would disagree that perfect good i'm glad you fucking disagree but this is his worst one dude i'm right off the bat up against like many bon jovi songs because He's wrong with you. Because the thing is, it just this doesn't make you feel like anything. I mean, to no. me, I'm just like I get psyched when I hear this song. No, I think it's because you really like the show. I didn't really love this show, and uh-huh. I guess maybe that's why I'm just like meh. Like <laughs> n- this doesn't even make me feel nostalgic. Wow, you didn't like this song? No, like the show either. I think I, thought, I guess the show was okay. Okay. I don't know. So first I of mean, all, the opening of the show visually, yeah. it is why is he high fiving everybody? He's about to go chase his dreams. What dreams? Where's he going? Chicago? He wants to be, yeah, he wants to be uh but, but Larry yeah, Balky to... shows up in fucking Ellis Island. Because yeah, well, I mean, well, Balky is his long lost cousin. Their Excuse? family. They... So their family, oh. like like in a way where like married in family do you know what i mean they're cousins but okay. they're like very very like distant in that way but they're cousins okay so what's the premise why is balky in america in america to, to chase his dreams of being in america i don't know to dude why does anyone wouldn't anyone do anything okay so are they in new york or they're, they're in, chicago. in chicago they're in chicago yeah they're in chicago so Balky jumps on the Tom Cruise bus. Right. Yeah, he's right, right after, sitting right next after to Tom Flanagan, Cruise. Flanagan leaves. Dude, if, if Cocktail opened and Balky <laughs> was on the bus with Flanagan in the opener, I would have... No, because Flanagan was going into New York. Balky was leaving. Oh, okay, okay. He was leaving. Yeah, because actually, yeah, because he, he came into Ellis Island on that battleship. And then yeah. he gets on a bus and goes to Chicago. Like they even put that. Well, that's hilarious that they even put that in there. Like I don't for know you, why to, that's there. like within in uh, two minutes, you get the premise of a show. Like, and nothing's yeah. gonna stop them now. Yeah, dude, this is why I love this this song. Like, you know, the the actual that part of it makes me like I don't know. It just there's something about this. Remember? Okay, do you do you remember the movie Running Man? With sure. All okay. There's a song in the Running Man at the end of the the ending credit song. It's like this song. It doesn't belong in the Running Man at all. But it's just one of those songs that like is like one of those weird '80s like themes. And for me, like Perfect Strangers, 
like when I hear the the chorus of like standing tall on the wings of my dream, rise and fall on the wings of my dream, and then it's like the rain and thunder, the wind and haze, I'm bound for better days. It's my life and my dream. Nothing's gonna stop me now. I, I how can you not feel anything from that? Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying the lyric was bad. I just didn't like the way it was performed and the way it was used. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't know. I'm going to stick to it. It's not even nostalgic to me. Wow. Maybe because I just didn't really like the show. Not even nostalgic. Like No. Uh, you I'm just like it because it's like poetry to you. I'm saying it's still good. Okay, it's good. It's still good. Dan, still good. You're still saying good. it passes the fucking test? Of course it does. This is still good. This is still good. I this hear comes this on. I'm like, this well, comes on yeah, on the show. Do Nobody, they don't even have shows. Shows don't even have jingles anymore. Okay, I, I that's hardly, one They part. hardly have openings now. That's what I want to talk about, too. It's like, I miss this. Do you know what I mean? Like, I miss having, I mean, I'm listening to it right now, and I'm just like, what the odds <laughs> are this time? Nothing's going to stand in my way. It might as well I have been that. written by Journey. So, And what's wrong with that? If Journey there's nothing covers wrong this song. You're telling me you wouldn't enjoy it. No, I would have, but Journey would have done a better job. So <laughs> let me just let me just say this. There are some people that would argue that there are opening songs or themes. Like, yeah. So so like I get Games of Thrones. Uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Everybody likes, I guess everybody would know that one. Westworld. You know the opening. I mean, I don't know it. I do if you watch the show. But like at some point, sometimes I'm like, you know, they have this skip option now. Yes. I skip the fucking opening. Who's who's listening or watching them? Why? Because they're not good anymore. Now, I will agree with you that in our time, I believe that the jingles and the openings were on point. Yes. So like, I'll give you that. I just didn't like this guy. Oh, Manny. I, I know. A part of me feels bad for you. Well, <laughs> a part of me feels bad for you that you're hanging on to this. And you would say that it. this is one of the top ones. Uh, I, 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 I I, don't know if it's a top one, but I will say that, like, I think it's still good. I think it passes well, well, we're the nostalgia test. We're going to rewind later on and compare. Rewind but. all you want, dude. I've been listening to these for the last few days. I mean, there is a song on this list that has oh, sorry been for you. in my head, digging a hole in my brain. That's that why I'm saying, like, out of all of them, yeah. this is still exciting to you. Yes. I don't know. I don't know what you're hearing. Maybe I need to smoke some of that fucking CBD you use. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you should have bought it. All right. Uh, so, dude, I don't know. That's what I mean. It was also, yes, a favorite show of mine, but still, I just, I'm trying to like detach myself from the show because there are things on here where I didn't watch the show as much, but I love the song. But I don't know. I love the music. It always made me happy and it makes me happy now hearing it. I, I would love to learn this and be able to play it. I would, I would want to play this song. You're just, uh, I cannot wait to cut clips from this to put on online. <laughs> Your face, you are distressed. Like you're just like, what are you fucking talking about? To uh, quote Dan, I'm just Dan's believe. review on cocktail. This God. movie is trash. I'm gonna say 
This theme song is trash. But I also said cocktail was nostalgic. So I didn't. Uh... Okay, I might go back and change my mind after we go through this, but it didn't do anything to me. I listened to it like five times today, and it was like. You don't have to go okay. back. Right. I'm just no. surprised. Well, good. Be surprised. There's going to be a couple of them that you're going to be surprised. Fuck Next you. one. Next one. <laughs> Steve, you Next like one. that one? Yeah, Arguments. You like that one, Steve? Yeah. Steve doesn't like when we get along. Check All out right. Steve Herrera's uh, on Bandcamp. Okay, so <laughs> 13 other people. So uh, our next one is Family Matters. Now, oh. written by the same fucking guy, dude. I mean, guy, yeah, but the, it, the, dude, the opening gets you right away. Yeah, I'm not, the good news on the newspaper. Love it. The wear condition. This day and age. Wouldn't any good news on a newspaper page? I fucking love this song. Inside this gentle heart, is all I see. Inside these gentle walls. A real love person I'd ever seen. I mean, look. This song is go by amazing. They're in Chicago too. They're in Chicago too. Because this was a spin-off of Perfect Strangers. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. So let's give Perfect Strangers its props for you know being on on uh on air for so long to be there to kind of inspire probably one of the greatest shows to ever you know, grace our televisions. You know what I mean? Like Dude, this show was fucking great. Yeah. But it was a spinoff of perfect strangers because Harriet worked at the newspaper company, the, the newspaper. Oh man. I, I don't even stand. Know no, not stand. <laughs> <laughs> Larry was a photojournalist, So he worked at a newspaper. Oh, Harriet shit. worked in the building and she was an elevator operator. Yes, for like see the first season, then she lost that job and then got a new job as security or something. Uh, there, uh, we were trying to do a Family Matters episode, but we uh, <laughs> we have to start. I think we get it. We're gonna together. go back into that, yeah, because I want to definitely test. I freaking love this show and yes. love, love, oh. love, love the jingle. Look, and I'm great. The, the, the beginning does it right away. Oh. Yes. Yes. What this guy sang these songs so well. It was just like the craziest thing. But but see, this this brings us back to that conversation. When you're sitting there going like there, there are no good theme songs or you know people think there are theme songs or they would say that this is a good theme song or whatever i i don't i don't i don't agree because like these are theme songs you know what i mean they give you the kind of feeling that the show's about to start and also not just the show's about to start it, it sets up the tone for everything and i think like for me i i'm so nostalgic of like television on Fridays and Friday nights and, and just television together where like you go and you watch TV with the, with people or you watch TV that's on that night. So like these songs are important because it kind of signals that the, that the show's coming on. 
but it just like sets up the tone. I, I, I love this. I love the idea of an opening theme song with words because I want to sing it. Like I want to sing these songs. Oh, this is, this is great. Yeah. Fucking I mean, great. Family matters itself. I mean, without even going too deeply into how amazing family matters was as a show, but family matters was on for nine seasons and that had 215 episodes. I, I can't, I mean, a lot of shit happens. In family matters. Uh, now, theme, the theme yeah. song stays the same, but man, the people that are in it, yeah, change. There's <laughs> a lot of changing. But I actually, what's interesting is the opening theme for the first five episodes was "What a Wonderful World" by uh, Louis Armstrong. But you don't get that. I think like that happened, and then it stopped after the first five episodes, and then as days go by, by Jesse Frederick is this was the theme song. I would actually like to talk to Jesse Frederick and see how he like did he watch a couple of shows and then like come and like became inspired. You know, I want to talk to Jesse Frederick. If you're out there, Jesse Frederick, uh, and you hear this, is he alive? We have to make sure. I don't know, but sorry, Jesse, for making fun of perfect strangers. But you know, I'm allowed yeah, to have my own opinion. Still alive. I would love to talk to him because I want to know how he came up with these things for these shows because. That he really, really understood what it meant to kind of get an audience ready to watch a show. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I think that's the thing. When I hear his work, I oh my god, it's so funny. Every time he started, I hear it like I'm. <laughs> I mean, think of it. He did the Family Man or whatever that is, Going Places, Perfect Strangers. Uh, Full House, Step by Step, Family Matters, Fuller House, which I don't know if you've ever seen Fuller House yet. Which is so like one episode. I think he, he was a composer also for Hanging with Mr. Cooper, um, which that show we need to talk about. But another amazing TGIF show. But I, I, he these show these these songs just got you ready to watch television. You know what, dude? Too, it's funny because it seemed like the show was current. Mm-hmm. Right. But yet the song is setting you up to like, say, like when it's like it's a rare condition this day and age to read yeah. any good news in a new th- newspaper page. So it was like showing you the brighter side of life in a way mm-hmm. like, oh, how how great family could be. And it did that with Full House too. the lyrics in Full yeah. House. There was always like like, hey, life can be shitty, but this is, you know, this this show is going to show you how great it could be too. Even though there was some heavy, heavy topics oh, in these oh, shows. Yeah. Oh, oh, heavy topics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is supposed to be entertaining, and there were some life lessons. I mean, nothing like how deep shows get now. Like you watch This Is Us, and you're like, "What the? This show's like insane." But like this was like, even though it was a comedy, and you, I guess you would call them comedies. There was some drama. Especially like Eddie gets, you know, oh, freaking Dude. little girl disappears. She goes upstairs, yeah. never comes back. I oh mean, my God, I know. We can go on forever. With this. Did you know that one of the lyrics to this song is so in the chorus, it's like, as days go by, we're going to fill our house with happiness. And then the moon may cry we're gonna smother the blues with tenderness like i didn't know it was the moon may cry i thought it was as days go by again <laughs> telling you this guy got deep 
Dude, guy got Jesse teeth. Frederick, you know, really. Jesse, kinda... reach out to us. Come on. We got to yeah. talk. We got to talk. talk. You know, Jesse Frederick. We're also going to call out a few other people from some shows that I would love to talk to. <laughs> that actually may come on. That would be amazing. Um, All right. So, but Family Matters, eh, I mean, oh, not this past the dark test. on even the show, but like one of my favorite shows, Carl Winslow, probably one of the greatest television dads of all time as well fucking love this show freaking love him uh he's hilarious and he was one of the funniest people he was so harriet everyone on that show was amazing the show was great even the little sister was great even though she only lasted a couple episodes yeah or a season or a couple seasons i forget what season she's she Uh, went upstairs she got in trouble yeah never came back yeah no explanation yeah you know why because urkel shows up need to open up for that budget Open that Anyways, budge. open that budge. They needed that budget for him. Yeah, he was supposed to be temporary. Guy yeah, comes but he in, took steals over. the show. Okay, steals the show. Anyways, Ooh, we, we get to that when we do matters. the uh, Family God. Matters episode. <laughs> I feel like all when right. we do Family Matters, we're gonna lose our minds. But also, if we did a Fresh Prince episode, I would be like, I still cry when I see that episode of Fresh Prince when Will gets left behind by his dad again. And he has that statue, and then he screams. And I was just like, oh. Oh, my God. I saw it, the, I saw it like a month ago, and I cried. That <laughs> anyway, one was a tough one. Again. But I've cried. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I, I haven't cried. I cried last night. Wow. All right. Uh, all right. Step by step. Right. Which, is, which is not Moving on. Step by on. step. <laughs> step okay. by step. Oh, this show. Here we uh, go. Here we go. But and I so, sent you the one with cousin this, Cody in it because he was my favorite character. Fucking love cousin Cody. Yeah. He lives in so, a van in the driveway. So they opens up that they're like going on a roller coaster, and here yeah. it goes. Yeah, here we go. Again. Yeah. Again, another great song by Jesse Frederick. But <laughs> everything's I don't know how I feel so about this. similar though. You know what I mean? I feel no, like he is. phoned this one in a little bit. We'll ever second time around. But it was a duet so, as well. Was this a spinoff? Um, I have to look, but this is a duet, which is, I think, also different for him. Uh, because, you know, usually he just sings the songs himself. I'm looking at the lyrics right now. Wow. This one's long. This one had some, like, actually a lot more lyrics than usual. Oh, here we go. Step by step, step. start kind of way. People we will get sometime around. So this is kind of like starting over. Were they like yeah. two new families? Is that what was the story? So okay, it was so kind of like the, the Brady premise, Bunch. Yeah, exactly. The premise of Step by Step is like you had two people, Patrick Duffy and Suzanne Summers, who were st- single parents with three kids each, and then they meet each other and they become like this huge blended family. But it's funny because they spontaneously get married during a Jamaican vacation after developing a budding relationship while Frank is Carol's client, resulting in their their becoming the heads of a large blended family. Oh. Hence why Adam Sandler came out with the the movie Blended. And they go to Africa. Don't ever want to see that movie. It sounds terrifying. (laughs) It sounds horrible. And yeah, 
So Brady Bunch. I don't think it's a spinoff. I think it's its own thing. And this show too, 160 episodes. I just feel like these shows on TGIF just had long, long runs. You know? A lot of things to talk. They threw they had six kids to deal with. One episode could have been with one kid uh, doing something wrong. There's so there was so much content. It's just so much going on. And I feel and the other thing is funny is Bronson Pinchow from Perfect Strangers. Uh he actually in season six was uh, a character. He, be- he became a male beautician who serves as Carol's business partner. Um so he also appears on that show, not as Balky, but as himself. the guy who plays Balky. Yeah, yeah. Everyone on this show, the Patrick Duffy, Suzanne Summers, and I believe Stacy Keenan was one of she was one of the most famous people on the show she was from my two dads and i feel like the blonde the the eldest blonde daughter she was like one of those quintessential 90s actresses she was in everything from the late 80s and 90s like anytime you put a show on or some sort of tv movie or something she was on a lot of stuff um so she was in that show but the song is okay i don't i'm not like blown away by this one as I am by Family Matters uh, theme song, as days go by, and the Perfect Strangers theme song. This one's just like. Like it was so weird. And the context that, and the weird thing about the show is that doesn't Cody fall in love with the Stace, with Stacey Keenan's character in the show? Of course, he they had to do that. that. Yeah. There's weird cousins falling in love shit. They're like, were they cousins where they were like distant something or another? But they, he wasn't on that side of the family. He was like Patrick Duffy's nephew or some sort of weird like cousin. Yeah, but he lived there all the time. So, dude. Yeah. He, I mean, Stacy did that. I'm not, this is just nostalgic. Yeah. This, the, the song's not that great. He, yeah, he's Frank's nephew who lives in the driveway. Yeah. It's so weird that he lived in a so van like in Charles the driveway the whole time. Oh my god, that show! Uh, the show is ridiculous, but think about the the theme song. Charles in charge of our days and our nights. Yeah, it's creepy. I want Charles in charge of me. No, you don't. No, you, you don't, don't want Charles. You don't in want charge Scott Bayo in charge of anything. But like, yeah, especially not there. We, we don't have to go there with that show. <laughs> <laughs> that's that that's a whole year episode just kind of like going through what happened on that show because that guy buddy i felt bad oh for my him. god that guy buddy oh man r.i.p no wait, he's not oh. right. <laughs> it was dead he was his... <laughs> yeah so uh, i'm gonna say i'm just gonna it's... move us along here it's just nostalgic yeah. it does not pass the test no it doesn't pass the test it's not exciting but it's not bad it's not no. a bad song it kind but of it's opened like, up like it was like one of the first shows on a TGIF and like, you're like, yeah. okay, it's great. And yeah. Like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like they, that step-by-step was lucky to be on TGIF probably between two hugely powerful shows, whether it was the, I forget if it was on after family matters and before something else or whatever, but like that show wasn't as good. I feel like as the other shows. No, but you gotta, but they had two big names. At the time, yeah. yeah, yeah, Patrick Duffy and Suzanne Summers, who were yeah. the horniest parents of all time. I mean, you guys already have six fucking kids. At the end of every episode, these two were like 
always like running upstairs to you know to you know get it on. Well, it's like, do you really want to have another child? She had really good thighs. <laughs> oh, people, people, moving us all, moving us along to growing pains. Now, I gave you the season two one because it, it, it's the duet one, which I think is the best one. As long as we got each other, we got the world in our hands. Baby, all right. I mean, I sing this like it's weird. Like, I have a problem. I'll be walking around my apartment and all of a sudden just be like, <laughs> people sharing the laughter. Yeah, it's like show me that smile again. Like I'll just like burst out into this song because it's just like I don't know. It's just got that like that feeling that like I want from an opening theme song. I feel like, but just a little bit about Growing Pains, American television sitcom created by Neil Marlins that ad, ad aired on ABC from September twenty fourth to nineteen eighty five to. April 25th, 1992, the show ran for seven seasons and consisting of 166 episodes. So, wow. Now, Manny, what do you what do you think of this? Like when you hear when you heard this song, you know, oh, and they're all from Long Island. This is all the whole show takes takes um, place in uh, Huntington. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It takes place in Huntington, Long Island. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I I like vaguely remember this show. I remember liking this show. I don't remember much about it. I I think the song's okay. Yeah, it doesn't have the energy that I like of the about the other two that we really liked. So, but it's not bad. Yeah, I think I, it's. I think it just stays nostalgic. It's like it's not great. I would I say mean, like I I don't know like I, <laughs> I I'm they must be I must have passing all these fucking tests dude, dude you, I, well no well, I didn't just, pass like, listen to step. like show show <laughs> themes dude I, my you like you like you'd be perfect in, in like the demolition man where like <laughs> you know like the hits yeah, were yeah, all yeah. just like uh, uh commercial commercial songs yeah but the thing is I spent most of my like I spent I didn't have cable. So because I didn't have cable when I was a kid and I don't have cable now and I never had cable ever. Um, these Who the were the fuck shows. has cable now? Well, of course, well, some people do. Man. I'm just saying like most people have subscriptions. <laughs> sure. Whatever. It's another <laughs> subscription. Cable was a subscription. Yeah. I know. No, <laughs> but I, these are the shows I watched. You know, so like to me, you know, I didn't have movie channels and whatever. So if I was going to watch TV, I was watching Growing Pains or, you know, Perfect Strangers or Family Matters. So Growing Pains, you know, I, I, I really liked that show. I used to watch it all the time when it was on. Um, when Leonardo DiCaprio uh, was on the show. I was oh, shit, he was. Yeah, yeah dude, the him, show remember? was good. This one out of all of them was like the other one. It was kind of like Family Matters. It was like there was a lot of lessons and dark times yes and yeah. then i think a lot of the fucking actors in it 
had dark times. Yeah. I think I got to watch some of these episodes now that you said it was, it was based in Huntington. Yeah, it was based in Huntington, Cal- uh, Huntington, California. Huntington, Long Island. Wow. Yeah, which is weird. Uh, they say the words hang is? I don't <laughs> I uh, yeah, I I'm I. It's so weird. I think a lot of these songs have a like um, I have a soft spot for a lot of this. It seems that way. And I don't. Yeah, I, you're like biased. Like you're like the guy who like <laughs> loves IPAs and just goes and drinks IPAs and dude, you know rates so high on IPAs. I was I was talking about IPAs the other day, and I was like, I don't know if I like them anymore. I think depends I'm, on the IPA that you're talking about. Yeah, I think I'm a porter. Uh, you know, stout person now, and you know, Lo- love false like ceiling, love, love all that. And if I am gonna drink an IPA, I drink a true IPA, not some fucking New England IPA. <laughs> We're putting it out there, New England. Your IPAs are trash. No, <laughs> the hazy IPAs. I'm just not into. I I know a lot of people like them, and I'm not. Yeah, I think it. I think there's really good ones out there. I think yeah. it's a challenging beer to make. I just like, yeah. I like bitter IPAs. Um, I think I, can but I am more of a ale. I am more of an ale. Yeah. You know, if I'm, if I'm going to choose my go-to is an ale. So yeah, I can't, I can't drink. I can't drink IPAs like I used to, but I'm sorry. I'm, All right. I, I'm Let's going get back onto growing pains. Growing pains for me passes. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. I'm owning my shit. I'm just going to say it's nostalgic. I'm not saying it passes the fucking test. All right, tests. go ahead. Excellent. All right. I hope you like this, Steve. <laughs> Ladies uh, and gentlemen, Steve likes chaos and anger yeah. and arguments. Yeah. All right. So here we go. This, this is guy likes a thumbs down. Thumbs yeah. down, this guy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All this right. one. This is, this is, the is this even a theme song? Dude, I'm watching it right now. I'm putting it on, and here we go. We're watching the theme to Marry with Children, which is obviously Love and Marriage, sung by Frank Sinatra. So we don't have so, to do much research. So but, I will say this. Dude, this show is fucking crazy. This show is phenomenal. And like, when did this air? Was this on the Thursdays? When was this? Oh, this show, I, that's the thing about Married with Children. I don't think I ever knew when it aired. Um I don't even know if I was allowed to watch it when I was a kid. No, <laughs> this no this idea. is like this is like one. This must have been on late at night because this is like watching a live version of The Simpsons. The show follow. Okay, where does it say? It doesn't really tell me when it aired, but it was on um, Fox. So it was for Fox. Originally broadcasted April fifth, nineteen eighty seven. To June 9th, 1997. It is the longest lasting live action sitcom on Fox and the first to be broadcast in a network's primetime slot. In addition to the show's original run, one episode that was not screened on Fox when originally filmed on January 6, 1989, was aired on FX on June 18th, 2002, five years after the series' conclusion. So it was 11 seasons. It was on for 259 episodes. 11 seasons? Yeah, 259 episodes. And I don't know when it was on. Oh, here we are. So from 1986 to 1987, it was on Sundays at 8 p.m. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because yeah, you had to be 
a lot older and your parents had to be okay with you watching this because it's a dysfunctional show yeah. and it was real. It yeah. was kind of like, was it before or after Roseanne? Cause it's kind of like Roseanne. This like was like kind of, while Roseanne was on, I think. Possibly. Let me check. Maybe that it was show, like going against it. That show, Roseanne's a weird show because I don't even want to talk about it from like much, but like it was just like, I didn't know, know if it was funny or not. It was just ridiculous. I mean, it was apparently really, really good. People loved it. So but it like, was on around the same time. Roseanne aired from 1988 to 1997. That was on so, for fucking 231 episodes for 10 seasons. So, dude, fan, first of all, the song is, is a Frank Sinatra song. Yeah. But but when you... I'll say... Obviously, the song passes the test. But I'll say, when I do hear this song, I think of the opening of this show. Uh, without a doubt. You know? And I also think about the man who shall not be named because he bases his life on this show. I was literally thinking this (laughs) because this human being said to me verbatim, this is how I learned about American culture. And I was like, his parents let him watch married with children. And he learned about American culture from this show. Explains so much, Dan. It explains so much. This show also spawned another show that I don't know if you watched called Unhappily Ever After with the drunk that used to go in the basement and talk to a puppet, that rabbit puppet, Nikki Collins on it. That show was that show was crazy. And why did any okay? What was that? That was called Unhappily Ever After. I believe it was Unhappily Ever After. Yeah, I'll have to look it up again. Was it ever found out whether or not he was just talking to himself or like did anybody else hear the puppet? The yeah, I, I'm looking it up right now. First of all, that show was only on for five seasons. It was only on for 100, 100 episodes. Makes um, sense. So Jack, a family man with schizophrenia, whose only friend is a talking toy rabbit, became the central character along with the, along with the rabbit, Mr. Floppy. Yeah, once Jack started making money, he no longer needed Floppy and his schizophrenia was cured and Floppy returned to being just a stuffed animal. Jack soon went insane from drinking again and brought Floppy back from the dead. Okay, so this is a really dark show. Dark show. So I always remembered, like, you you were always wondering whether or not Floppy was seen, like, by uh-huh. anybody else. But, like, I didn't realize, like, did they say he was schizophrenic in the beginning? Or, like, you I just kind of didn't know and like the whole show was like what the hell's going on i guess you just assumed but like that show was dark that that show also was hit the road jack don't you come back no more yes hit the road jack don't you come back no more but i feel like you're right the married with children theme song you know love and marriage by you know sung by frank sinatra the only time i ever hear that is if that show is gonna be on and when i if i ever hear that frank sinatra song outside of the context of that show the only thing i'm thinking about is married with children yes and so like i feel like as an as a theme it works perfectly and i will agree that it passes the nostalgia test fuck yeah the show is good too 
The show is great, much better actually. than Unhappily Ever After. Unhappily After, Unhappily Ever After is a fucking disaster, and that show. I mean, I I don't know why they tried to they tried to duplicate Married with Children, but they really went too far with it. You know, because you don't have the amazingness of those neighbors. I mean, the two neighbors, they're amazing. Those neighbors, but when they changed out that one guy, which was funny, like the male, like you know, yeah. But the show was great. Peggy, you know, uh, Katie Seagal is amazing. Everyone on She's the show an amazing was, actress. Oh. She was awesome in Sons of Anarchy. Oh. She fucking kicked ass in that. Oh. Dude. What a fucking we, we should great... Do, we should do uh, an episode on... Or, like, maybe, like, several episodes on The Shield. Um, oh, The Shield. What a fucked up show. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh, my God. So it passes the test. Married with children. And here we are. To me, this is where it all starts. This so, competes. Full see, House. This can Full House competes against Family Matters, in my, in my opinion, about like the joy that I get when I hear the song. Well, it has a very similar opening. Oh, of course, they're all the same. No, but it literally has almost the same opening. I used to mix them. Yeah. It just goes. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah, he, Jesse Frederick loves that opening. Loves that that beat. Whatever happened to the predictability? The milkman, the paper boy, evening TV. So this goes back to that theme. Like it's he's like, like the same thing. Well, he talks about the paper boy, and yeah. be, before that, it's he like loves newspapers and loves it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but I'm watching this and I'm looking at the show too, right? And I can't. I can't divorce Bob Saget and like John Stamos and like Dave Coulier and how they all knew how big of a joke this was. Like kind of not a joke in meaning that this show was stupid, but like especially Bob Saget being the type of comedian he is. It's crazy that he was on the show and then how popular he got because I used to watch. Um, America's America's Funniest Home Videos videos. constantly. And now when I look back at it, as you know, older, you can see how much he's just like, I'm doing this. And it's hilarious. And like, it's just such a joke. I don't care. You know, dude, it was a paycheck to him. It was a paycheck. He, he he was like, fuck it. Yeah. His jokes are hilarious. Everything he did on that was so funny, but the show, the, the music is awesome. I think though, for me, Family Matters is a better song. I like. I agree. Song is way better. I think I agree. Better, yeah. I like the beginning of this song. Yeah, it gets kind of long. It does, but so is Family Matters. But I'm not okay. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Like I feel like the ability, the milkman, the baby baby boy, even in TV. I mean, it's a great song, but Family Matters is way better. And it's not—it's the same fucking song, Dan. It's a continuation. It's basically he, he basically wrote one song, it. and he was like, "Yeah, just change these couple words." It might have been the second verse to that song. Yeah, he revised it. I think he revised that song when he was like, "All right, I got to do Family Matters." All right, we gotta we gotta put some energy into this. The 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 the, <laughs> the opening of Full House went like right out the gate, and then it kind of lost. Because you know what's funny? We're watching the full versions of these things. Yeah. When you really Oof. watch the show, 
it's it cuts down it's like 30 the seconds one it's like oh everywhere you look like yeah you don't get the whole part. like middle part where they're walking through the park and like yeah doing some you, random shit but i felt like it was important to hear the whole theme because like when you see the pilots that's what you get you know what i mean yeah. when you watch the pilot episode of family matters you get in the whole song you know what yeah. i mean you're watching the pilot episode of perfect strangers you get in the whole song once everything is dealt with later on you get a truncated version but that's not fair i think because like full house when you cut out the middle of that that whole thing it's you know it is a much better song but i i think as a full song it's just you know does it pass the test though oh man you know i i feel really i i feel bad saying this but i say it's just nostalgic for me i feel like the full house theme for me is just nostalgic. <laughs> this is a thinker because because it's just like, I'm listening to it right now. Yeah, like I don't know this part. Oh, this one I know. Yeah, Jesse Frederick really. I mean, I I'm so blown away though. Still, even when I say like, oh, this doesn't pass the test, or this is just nostalgic, or whatever. It, truthfully, it doesn't even matter because. These were actually really good songs. And I feel like I would like to watch Full House now. I actually wouldn't mind watching Fuller House. I've actually seen a few episodes. It's really ridiculously hilarious. And it's like, ridiculous. When, dude, when uh, John Stamos comes on the episodes, he literally is just like, I'm doing this. Isn't this crazy, guys? Like He literally, he might as well just look right at the camera and go, can you believe this shit? <laughs> yeah, because he produces it or something like that. Oh, All right, John so Stamos, I'm going to uh, say... It doesn't pass the test. Uh, so it remains nostalgic. Okay. Just remains nostalgic. Dude, do you remember that episode of um, Full House when uh, Uncle Jesse was going to ride his motorcycle on the top of that building or something like that or across or jump across a building or something? Do you remember that? No. He was trying to still be a badass? No? No. Do you remember the song he, he sang with the rippers all the Forever? time? Forever? Oh. <laughs> with... I know that he was like the whole big thing with like the Beach Boys. Yeah, he's in the band. I know. Isn't that weird? It is. Dude, John Stamos has one of the most amazing careers. Like, I want to do a whole episode on like, does John Stamos pass the nostalgia test? Because I just like he was in Entourage for a couple episodes. He was he was in ER. He was on ER. He did his own thing. He had like his own thing, Grandpa or something like that. Yeah, that's right. Like Grandpa, dude, you you look like you sleep in yogurt. Like (laughs) like with yogurt, (laughs) Greek yogurt. He was from Greece too, right? Yeah, he's Greek. Yeah, yeah remember his like his when they went. Remember when they went to Greece? Uh, yes. To the Full House and Je- and uh, what's the the girl's name? Um, what was Rebecca? Candace, Cam- Candace Cameron's um, one of the daughters. Stephanie, oh, and, what the um, fuck was her name? <sighs> CJ. DJ. DJ. CJ. So DJ walked around the hat or walked around a chair or did some sort of circle walk with oh, she got uh, married or something. around something with um with the kid and she got married. I was just yeah. like, it's the craziest thing. Like they did all these like these weird things that a house must have been huge because they had a at some point they had Becky Aunt Becky and Jesse upstairs with their kids in the attic. Yeah, in the attic, like like a, a full-on 12 foot 15 yeah. foot, like loft yeah and then they have everyone else in the rest of the house and then they have the basement where joey is staying plus there's a recording studio down there 
Oh, it's, it was crazy. What the fuck? That house was a mansion. <laughs> it was in a mansion. It's out of van. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I mean, unbelievable. Okay, so it doesn't pass the nostalgia test, but holds a special place in my heart. I mean, truly, I mean, that whole show. Yes. Dude, All right, I think we're coming one. to this like really interesting trio of Dude, songs would you now. what what happens is now everything <laughs> changes. First of all, it's a different era. Totally. And you're talking about different types of shows. Yes. Like the shows that we just did were kind of family shows. TGIF, we're gonna we're gonna fucking hang out with the family, get your popcorn, we're watching all these shows. Call up Flanagan. <laughs> Call Flanagan up. All right. Now you you're going to just straight up teen shows. Yeah. This is the 90s. Yes. We're opening up with a whole other type of theme. Saturday morning. Saturday um, and afternoon. you didn't choose no. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but I will say honorable mention. First one, here we go. Oh, Saved by the Bell. First of all, before be I even before I even press play, you already know the bell. Oh. Yeah. When I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, 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 yeah, I think I'm gonna make it on, make it on time. time. By the time I get my books, books and I get myself a look, I'm at the corner just as time, time to, to see the see bus fly, fly by. by. It's alright. Now the guy I'm saved by the bell. The guy who wrote this was this music teacher. I have this whole story about him and his theme song would book him the gig and he'd go on to compose the music for all the shows four seasons right so this guy actually wrote the song to save by the bell and then that got him to write the music for all the seasons of the uh save by the bell which i don't know how many songs there were for save by the bell or how much music you need because it changes um, i guess yeah scott bye, gale bye, bye. so scott it's gale wrote the theme song right. he also wrote the theme song holy shit bro Okay, this guy not only wrote, Scott Gale not only wrote the theme song to Saved by the Bell, but Scott Gale also wrote the theme song to Golden Girls, which right. that theme song, I don't know, is like hilarious in my opinion. Uh, Golden Girls in the nick of time. And he also wrote for, it looked like he wrote, he was a music coordinator for a show that I loved, uh, Empty Nest. Uh, Golden Girls, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He was a, a composer on something there. Blossom, he was the music coordinator for Blossom. Love that show. Soap and a few other things as well. So this guy definitely right. has had quite a career. Sorry. First okay. of all, let's talk Let's talk about how the, the song itself, the guitar riff, <laughs> reminds me of Michael J, uh, Michael J. Fox and uh, Marty McFly at the end when he's playing. Yeah. When he's playing Johnny Be Good. So it reminds me of like a Johnny Be Good like type of thing. Yes. It's freaking, this thing hits you hard. They're throwing out all these pictures. Oh, Oh, it's like a seizure inducing opening. Yeah. And it's only about a minute, which is crazy. Yeah. It's like, if my teacher pops a test, I know I'm I'm in a mess. mess, And my dog ain't in my home last night. (laughs) Like what? Riding low in my chair, she don't know when I'm there. If I get anything tomorrow, it will be all right. It's never it's all right. It's all right because I'm saved by the bell. Do you remember the bell? I mean, when I when I remember going to school, like going to like school and having like a bell ring, that was so interesting. There's a guitar riff right now. 
Yeah, the bell was scary, dude. They had that five-minute bell. You only got five minutes. Yeah, I hate dude, the that. bell was crazy. Couldn't but even you know, really hang out. If I knew, <laughs> if I knew now what I knew then, like if I can go back in time, I would just be like, the, oh, like the bell, Marty, like, we have McFly? to get there. Yeah, like we have to go to classes. Like, what? Don't no, worry we don't. about it. It's okay. Like, it's going to be fine. I remember running to places. <laughs> I remember like running for the bell because it's like no, it's just like no. What are you talking about? Don't yeah, worry about it. It's like where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get yanked off of YouTube for this. Well, it's just the bell. All right, so I'm saying, oh, Dan, this God. thing passes. Oh, I mean, it, this it thing passes. It's too pass. much fun. I mean, we can't. It's live so much world. fun. It goes on so quickly. It's great. Show Introducing everybody that's on it, Mr. Oh. Belding. I mean, you're dude, the best. all of the memories from this, like that. I mean, Mark Paul Gosler. I mean, he was so funny. I wanted to be Zach. At some point in my life, I literally didn't want my name to be Daniel. I wanted it to be Zach. I was like, I hate my name. Why can't it be Zach? <laughs> Dude, Zach was awesome, man. He was a dick, though. He was yeah. actually not a nice guy. Yeah, he was. There's like, like a, a there's a YouTube video of like uh, how Zach Morris is actually a, an asshole. Like oh, yeah. he's like, and it shows like all the different things because like he treated Screech like shit. Oh my um, god! And like all the different things that he did. You oh know? god! You know, there was only crazy. one episode that he seemed like he cared about anything. It was oh. when he was, like, found out that he was a Native American. What? Like, I don't remember that. Run, Zach. Zach, run. Yeah. Oh, God. That's running Zach. Right. Running Zach was his name. Oh, that's racist. <laughs> There's something wrong. There's something wrong with that. It's cool. Dude, you got you to gotta watch that episode. Dude, that was... what, I mean, also, to me, my favorite episodes were all the, the summer episodes when they were all working um, at that place on the beach. Yeah, well, what's her name? Who was the ex-Scientologist? Oh, who was just Yeah. Yeah, she was the boss or the manager or something like that. Yeah, didn't she then come to the school or was there another girl that came with a leather jacket? Because I felt like there was no. She like, came, I think. Yeah, and then she wasn't on for that long, I think, or something like that. No. Yeah, I love the summer that. one was good. The summer one was so good. Yeah, yeah, or that, and when Jesse Spano was like, "I'm so excited, As- I'm so excited, I'm so scared." I'm- <laughs> she was on speed. Yeah, She's taking like diet pills. Did you watch the college years? I did. Yeah, I don't remember. They were terrible. Yeah, yeah. What did I... this show did not last that long? Did you watch oh. the middle school years when it was oh, uh, uh, Miss Bliss? Yeah, Miss when Bliss. Was... I I remember watching uh, the Miss Bliss uh, stuff afterwards. I think like uh, I th- I don't think I watched it right away. I think it was like when when Saved by the Bell was like in syndication. Um, they would they would play, you know, Good Morning Miss Bliss or whatever Hi Miss yeah. Bliss or whatever it was called, um, and then I would watch. It was that. in the same fucking high school. Yeah, and they had all these different characters except for I think him, I believe. No, it was only off for four seasons. It actually did not reach a hundred episodes. It was only off for eighty six episodes. Very Do you good. remember the episode when uh, Screech lost his lizard? 
No, but uh, I do. That sounds like an amazing episode. It was a good one. It was one of his best friends. He he died. They stunk to him. Jesse Spano did a whole thing. Oh my god, dude! Why did he do that on shows when like some kid has like a weird pet like that or something, and then they have to do like they sung like "Oh Danny Boy." Shut up. The pipes, the pipes are calling. Oh yes, they did. See, I want to do another honorable mention, which we have to do another one of these episodes because now I'm thinking like Fresh Prince, A Different World. To me, A Different World was like one of my favorite. After we got went to college, we got another list, Dan. We got another list. I abandoned it and I went to Different World. A Different World was great. All right, next one. Okay, now we're in the shits. I think at this point, this is fucking. The, this should have been an honorable mention because it's terrible. I put it on there because okay, you got to go to the second link that's on you. Okay, I, I put it on here for because you and I talk about this. You were the only other person I knew that watched this show. Uh, Why did we watch this show? This show was ridiculous. I don't. First know. of all, guys, what we're, we're talking, talking about. about. Hold on, don't say the word. There was a character named L Train. <laughs> The show is called City Guys. What is this show, Dan? Is this show supposed to be Saved by the Bell, but in the city? Dude, I, I want to, yes. So it was supposed to be like that. But I, I'm going to say something that's going to blow your mind. This show was on for 105 episodes. It was on How? longer than Saved by the Bell. How? Okay. Dan. I was don't it know. because it was in the city? These I guys were was, these guys in the wait. Were these so, guys high school kids or college kids? So this was a high school. They were like city guys in American sitcom television series that aired for five seasons on NBC from September 6, 1997 to December 15, 2001. The series aired as part of the network Saturday morning block TNBC. And I think that's why. I think like, you know, it was in that weird space probably where you had uh, an ability to like get kids stuck watching shows and then they just throw this shit in there and no one changes the channel and then you know whatever's on next now the theme song for city guys was written by joey schwartz eric uh swordloff and michael muda ali muhammad and composed by joey schwartz who also composed the incidental music used to denote scene changes and breaks in the program the rap and R&B infused theme included, of course, C-I-T-Y, you can see why these guys, the neat guys, smart and streetwise, which repeating twice consecutive, consecutively during the beginning, middle and near the end of the song. So, dude, city guys. First of all, I did not realize that the main thing is just these two guys. Like city guys are just these two guys. Yet there was L Train. There was a couple of other characters in this show. Oh, there were a but lot of characters. Are they are they supposed to be like first of all, both of these guys are walking around the city in Manhattan in the nineties like it's no big deal. Were they supposed to be in a private school? The or the public school? I don't know. Right. But they're walking around not caring. They're having lunch. They're jumping over turnstiles. Like, what is this show? So they're, they're attending Manhattan High School, which was nicknamed in the series as Manny High, and avoid trouble while they It was not called go. Manny High. It was called Manny High. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Shut 
Shut the fuck up. Oh my oh god. My god. Oh my god. It's called Manny High. It's called Whoa. Oh my god. So maybe so so you had the one kid. I mean, they use stereotypes. Stereotypes were just so terrifyingly used in this, like, to develop this show. I mean, you had Chris coming from a wealthy family, Jamal yeah. coming from a working class family. I mean, you're you're you you're basically. Oh, so they made the white kid come from a wealthy family. That's right, Jamal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. I mean, d- thank you for that, and uh, keep them in line. Jamal and Chris's similar personalities ca- caused friction between them in the beginning, but they became best friends as the series went on. The boys and their friends, overachiever Darn Tartikoff, who's played L-train. by Caitlin Mowry, slick guy Al Ramos, played by Dion Basco, aspiring actress Cassidy Giuliani by Marissa Dillon, Dean. De- uh, a dim-witted bully turned friend who was held back six grades, Lionel L. Train Johnson, played by Stephen Daniel. Oh, so the bully was held back six six times? Yes, six so times. Was, so he was just an older gentleman. Y- yes, he was just an old <laughs> Totally. Oh, God, bro. I mean, like, this show is bad. So we're not even talking about the show. I don't want to even want to get into the show. Okay. okay. Dan, because I can't help it. But we should do an episode on the show just because how bad the show is. Yeah, we I have, already know what we're gonna, we're gonna, gonna test is, it, but we're gonna have to do city an guys. episode about I this wanna show. know this, guys. Seriously, if you're listening to this and you never comment, this is the one time I need you to fucking comment. Yeah, start commenting, guys. Do you know City Guys? Have you ever watched City Guys? Do you like City Guys? Yeah. Do you even know what City Guys is? Let <laughs> us know. I feel like me and you were the only ones ever. I just this can't show. believe this was on longer than Saved by the Bell. This is why people must have watched it. This is like this is like when Killer Clowns from Outer Space got a higher rating on Rotten Tomatoes and Cocktail. Yeah. Surprised. Anyways, let's talk about Woo. the song. Okay. Uh, it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Get it no, out of here. It's it out of get here. it out of here. This cannot pass. It doesn't even like. It's not even nostalgic. It's just a joke of bullshit. I mean, come on. Now, oh, and finally, we are here. The last one. Now, I have to say, I'm <laughs> thoroughly enjoying this one. Oh my god! For dude. many reasons, there's so many layers. This show. Of this been, show. This has been in my brain for days now. Oh, here we okay. go. Here we go. We are talking about California dreams. Dudes with attitudes, kind of groovy, laid back mood. <laughs> wow. Good vibrations. <laughs> dude, they wrote and played this song. Oh, dude. So, like, my question is, is did they find musicians? And then made them act, or did they find actors well, who could be musicians? Okay, so I think it's actors that could be musicians because or are they just theater majors that ended up yeah. getting a show? I don't know because like the the one person that's on this show, Kelly Packer. Sly. 
Oh. Well, she was, you know, from Baywatch as well and all these other things. So she's had a larger career at it after California Dreams. Yes. But the fact that she plays an instrument and sings, like, it was so baffling to me that they all played these songs. I didn't think they did. And then you show, you gave me the link to the Jimmy Fallon <laughs> reunion. They play it. Yeah. They played it. The only person that didn't put the show notes. The only person that didn't play it was Sly. He was their like, you know, dumb witted friend. Like they always needed their like that like the guy. Yeah. That yeah. did stupid shit. They he was the manager. Yes. But the thing about them is that this This reminded me this was like a spin-off on Zack Attack. What? the fuck is that oh that's right Zack attack the band they had a it was a, band. they had a band casey Kasem was oh, there and right. zach led it to his head and saved by the bell and i was oh. like did they spin off they were like oh teenagers have a band and they're still going to school let's make a fucking show about this so we have to look up california dreams just as a show for a second because like I've been like dealing with this for the last like week because like first of all the the show had okay the, so many different types of casts as well because people came and left several times you know there's like a whole there are a ton of people that were in this show um, that left but this show had five seasons less episodes than Saved by the Bell only seventy eight episodes so well it wasn't that good no it wasn't good I mean come on. The California Dreams is an American teen sitcom television series that aired on NBC from September 12, 1992 to December 14, 1996 as part of the network Saturday morning block TNBC. So maybe this probably aired with City Guys at the same time. Oh, yes. Can you imagine? Like, how did City Guys get 105 episodes and California Dreams only got 78? There it is. Created by writers Brett Dewey and Ronald B. Solomon and executive producer by Peter Engel, all known for their work on Saved by the Bell, the series centers on the... There you go. The series centers on the friendships of a group of teenagers, you know, doing... Who live on the beach and they're fucking musicians and they always, like, got gigs. Dude, I I can't even... Zack Attack. ...begin to imagine... Because the show, oh my God, the show just kept getting crazier and crazier. Guest stars throughout the series, notable guest stars include Eddie Maka. I don't know who that is. Richard T. Jones, Fergie. Fergie was a guest star. Are you serious? Nikki Cox guest starred on that show. And Tara Reid guest starred on California Dreams. Wow. (laughs) But this is the problem with this song. And uh, and it's not like a problem problem, but for the last week, I've just been walking around going, surf dudes with attitudes, like, and it's just in my head. And like, I groove like, I can't get it out of my head. It's like the monster mash, you know, all over again. It's so weird, and it's not great. But I don't know, like, if it, <laughs> is it better than the city guy song? No, it's definitely. I would say it definitely passes the nostalgia. Not that not the test, but it actually is nostalgia. Okay, because I was gonna say, wait, Manny, you're gonna say no. that perfect. No, no, because no, because I don't particularly remember most of it until you told me about it, uh, and then I was like, oh yeah, Sefton's went out into kind of, but, but I wouldn't have remembered that unless I pressed play. 
Like, I want to talk to people from the show. Like, Michael Cade, if you're out there, uh, you know, get in touch with us. <laughs> the nostalgia test uh, at gmail.com, right? Is that our, I don't know what our email is. What, what... <laughs> it's in the drop. Is it? It's in the final I think drop. the website's it's in the, the drop, drop, so that's okay. Yeah, but... on the website. You'll find it. Nostalgiatestpodcast.com. The nostalgiatest.com. Right. Yeah, the nostalgiatest.com. <laughs> we don't know our website address. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was the nostalgia text test podcast.com. No, it's not. No, it's the ah yes, you're right. Yeah. But people, did you watch the show? Yeah. Yeah. It was exactly like Save by the Bell. It was a cheaper version of Save by the Bell. It wasn't as popular because I don't no, remember liking I don't remember liking any of the characters enough that I remember anything that they did. And I don't remember any shows. Like yeah. I remember I watched it. But it was kind of like a in the background type of show. And I remember that it was okay. But again, it was not, it wasn't Saved by the Bell, dude. Saved by the Bell was yeah. something else. I wonder if this came on after wrestling in the morning. You know how, like, on Saturdays, wrestling came on at fucking noon? Saturday, fucking wrestling. Yeah. Holy so I'm wondering shit. if this came on after wrestling, that <clears throat> hour of wrestling, and then like if we were still like being sacks of shit and just watching TV until like four in the clock in the afternoon. Probably. I remember it being okay. Yeah. Nothing great. But City Guys, I think, was okay and nothing great also. But I think the funny, only man. reason why me and you like it so much is that there was one night we were all hanging out <laughs> and somehow we were like, so L train came up and said, we were taking a quiz of some sort. And you were like, L train, you know, L train, like yo city guys, we're like city guys, city guys. Dude, we had no life, <laughs> but I don't know if we even, I don't know if I was watching it at that age. I was just like, remember I, it was on, but like, yeah. why did we like that show? I think it was just so stupidly funny because it's like, how is this happening? Like the, the show was so dumb. That show was ridiculous. I mean, the show was so dumb. I mean, most kids' shows are dumb, but that was like dumb. That I was like it, a yeah. D minus show. But the thing is, this I feel like that show was funnier than California Dreams. Dude, California Dreams only talked about like gigs. They were always doing a gig, and they always ended up just going to that one place that was like their fucking Sharky's. max. It's called Sharkies. Sharkies, I think, right? There is yeah. there's Sharkies here in California. Oh, that's great. Fucking surf dudes with attitudes. Kind of groovy. Go fuck you soon. Skies above. What is the skies above and something above? With vibrations. Marky Mark. <laughs> so I... Uh, Fuck! I am I am that song. No, you're not a little what? Don't even say that it passes the test. No, I'm not. I, it look, doesn't even come close. It doesn't pass the test. Obviously, it doesn't pass the test. But is is it as bad as the City Guy song? No. So I'm I would I'm gonna say that I think it's nostalgic. I said that. Oh, okay. I said I, it was nostalgic, but like, it doesn't fucking. It's not no City Guys is. Terrible. This is quite the scorecard, Manny, because we started off with Perfect Strangers and you said it's a horrible song. Horrible. 
and yet California Dreams nostalgic. Yeah, but that's a different style of show. Different stuff. <laughs> it was an on at the same time. Sometimes like, the world looks perfect. Like, don't forget, like. <laughs> All the beginning part of this episode was kind of just like an episode of Too Many Cooks. Like yeah. all of them had the same font. It was that yellow. It had the same thing. You're then right. we, then we went into the teenager stuff, mm-hmm. which was like different. Each one had like a different thing on it. Although, you know, obviously it's like, oh, Tiffany ain't received them. Like you put that in, but... <clears throat> Each one had their own style. Yeah. Like City Guys is not like the intro to fucking City uh, Guys looks you like you know, Saved by the Bell looks like Rocco's Modern Life t-shirt. Holy shit. It live. Does. Yeah, it totally does. <laughs> Holy that's yeah. hilarious. That so... might be the pull quote for this whole fucking episode. <laughs> but City Guys looks like you I made it on my next tell. <laughs> next tell. I wish we could get our hands on the next tell and put that to the nostalgia test. The next tell just playing snake the whole time. Dude, they're, they're like on the phone. Yeah. They're going to all the different fucking Twin Towers is on this thing. Yeah, when did they go to school? They, they Dude, they, I feel they like didn't it, go to school. No, they never went to school. It was all about cheating, I feel like. Was Mr. Cooper in this? Uh, no, Mr. Cooper was not in City Guys. You sure about that? Oh man, my ass. If I if he is in this show, we're gonna have I, I'm gonna lose my mind. People, we need to know what you think about this. I want to know if you if any I would you're right, Manny. I want to know anyone out there has seen City Guys. Hit us up City on Instagram, guys. Twitter. You know, drop a comment when we start like you know posting about this. And and you know what? Actually, drop some comments in these episodes. We know you like them. People telling us we like your episodes. Let everyone else know. Post a comment. Share our episode on your on your social media. We're trying to start a nostalgia test podcast revolution here. People, be part of the street team. Let's do it, guys. You know Dan's going to talk about this every time. Yes, his join job. the mailing list. Okay, this guy does a really good job. Follow editing, us on Instagram. Getting these episodes ready for you. Yeah, he's asking you share. Like, share, subscribe. Yes. Comment. comment. Like, share, subscribe, comment. Do the only all way the these things. things get spread out is more, yeah. more comments. Yeah. So suggest a test. Let us know how you like. Suggest a them. test. Tell us what tests you like. Do you like yeah. the movies? Do you like the comedy reviews? Do you oh, like? Yeah. Do you like the song reviews? Do you like the video reviews? What test do you like the most? So Let actually. This, you know, we're coming up on like, oh, this might be when we release this, depending on when, when we release this, it might be the 20th or uh, over 20 episodes. So we're, we're, we're rolling along there, people. So let us know. Exhausted. You like guests? Let us know. <laughs> rolling along. Guys, by the way, it's almost 2 a.m. Just oh, want to let you yeah. know well, in New York. Oh, well, we got to let forgets. Manny go. I got to go to work. Oh, Right, listen. Go to work, Manny. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Nostalgia test done. Thank you. Thank you again. Bring it out. (laughs) (laughs) It's a rare condition this day and age (laughs) to create any good news on a newspaper bike.
Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please subscribe to the Nostalgia Test podcast to know when new episodes drop. Don't forget to leave us five stars and a positive review so more people can find the podcast. Share your thoughts and memories on today's topic on our Twitter at Nostalgia Test and on Instagram at The Nostalgia Test. Tune in next time because you never know what pop culture will pop up on The Nostalgia Test.